Welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 65. And today I'm going to be talking about Belgrade, Serbia. I was down in Belgrade uh, back in May of 2022. And what I saw in Belgrade, I want to kind of share with you and to kind of let you know um, what happened. Um, So just to start off, let me just say that, first of all, the people in Belgrade are super cool, super nice. They were so helpful. I did not have one bad experience um, when I was in Belgrade for 10 days. Um, everybody, everybody's super, super cool. With that said, um, I do know, and I wasn't naive, that the Americans, uh, America and Serbia have not had the best relations over the years. I know back in, 19, in the 1990s during the Balkan Wars, uh, the Americans in NATO, we were against Serbia. And in 1999, we bombed their city. We bombed the middle of their city. Uh, we bombed their, their bridges, like the important bridges, too, of the city. And we bombed their government buildings. And I think we accidentally bombed the Chinese embassy, if I remember correctly. Um, but with all those buildings that were blown up in the 90s, the Serbians, even today in 2022, they still have a few of those buildings um, damaged like they were back then to illustrate what NATO and the Americans did back in 1999. So um, I understand the tensions between the two countries. Moreover, I know, you know, fast forward to 2022, um, the whole world is against Russia and on the side of Ukraine in this in Russia's invasion of Ukraine back in uh, February 24th of 2022. Um, but there's a handful of countries who, you know, they don't really support Russia, but their their silence, I guess, is kind of, you know, support. And Serbia is one of those countries. And so when when I was there, I did see people wearing the Z T-shirts, the black T-shirts with the, the white Z on the front. Um, you could buy those T-shirts at the souvenir stands. Uh, you could buy T-shirts with Putin's face on them. Um, and then also on one of like the main streets in Belgrade, in the middle of the street, in the crosswalk, it was painted um, Slava Russia. And I think that means um, glory to Russia. Um, because I think Slava Ukraina means glory to Ukraine, and it seemed like they were saying glory to Russia in Serbia. Um, again, so, th- you know, there was some support on the ground for Russia in Belgrade. Also, and I'm not sure, you know, it means anything, but um, there's a lot of Russians in Belgrade who left Russia once all the sanctions kicked in back in February and March of 2022, um, they wanted to, I guess, continue their businesses and stuff like that with, you know, cause their banks were shut down in Russia or the credit cards or PayPal or Visa, Swift, all those things were shut down in Russia. So the, so a lot of people wanted to move to other countries and, and Serbia is one of them that they moved to. But nevertheless, again, with all that said though, my time in Serbia for 10 days was fantastic. Um, no problems whatsoever uh, with the people. Uh, with all that kind of quasi-politics stuff going on. Um, Another thing, kind of socially speaking, is if you visit um, Belgrade, they had the highest English levels. The the more, more, more people spoke English than probably anywhere that I've been where I really didn't expect them to speak, be able to speak English. Um, 
And so that's one of the very, you know, pleasantly surprising things, even more than Croatia. I was in Croatia back in 2019. I was in Zagreb and um, there wasn't the language, the English level wasn't as high as it was in, in Serbia. Um, and so that's that. And by the way, Serbia is a huge city. I mean, Serbia, I mean, I would say it's probably at least double the size of Zagreb. I mean, I'm not sure what I was like, kind of expecting. I don't know if I was expecting those two cities to be similar, but Belgrade's huge. Belgrade reminds you of like almost like New York almost. Um, but it, but anyways, the English levels were high, and that that's that was my point. Um, also, kind of tangentially on the social aspect of it, uh, the rumors for the guys, the rumors of Serbian girls are true to a certain extent. Um, I will say that the Serbian girls, you know, they're cute without a doubt, um, but they're not as pretty as, say, like Russian girls or Ukrainian girls or even, even Croatian girls. Um, but they are, in, they are definitely in shape. I've never seen a place where more girls were in shape than in Belgrade, Serbia. It's like the majority of those girls look like they just got out of a a commercial a shooting for a commercial for Nike or Under Armour or Lululemon or I don't know, Adidas. Um, all those girls are fit. Um, also, if there's any girls listening to this, um, if you're in the tall guys, all the guys in Serbia are tall. I mean, like six three, six four, that that type of tall. Um, so if you're in the tall guys, go t- take a trip down to um, Belgrade, Serbia. Um, so you know, with all that kind of social stuff out of the way, when I got there, you know, I had a list of the things I wanted to do. Um, I stayed at the, a hotel called the Hotel Moxva. It's a hotel that was, it's kind of a dated hotel, but it's a hotel that's very popular for Western tourists. And so, um, that's where I stayed and it was good because it was located near the Republic Square and like the main street, I think it's called Keens Mihailovov Street. Um, it's a pedestrian walkway w- with shops and all that. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but the hotel was in a good location. You could walk to um, all the r- real big tourist attractions, really. Um, so I stayed there. And like I said, the first main tourist attraction that I went to was Republic Square. That's the picture you've probably seen about. If you've ever seen the picture of Serbia, You'll probably see the horse with the prince um, sitting on the horse. It's in the square. It's in front of the uh, Serbian historic, his, Serbian National Museum, I think. Um, it's all in that same square. And that's kind of like, it, to me, it felt like the center of Belgrade. Um, there's, you know, three or four metro stops all around it, people getting out, getting on, uh, meeting friends. Um, it seemed like everything kind of just happened in that square. Um, really not a whole lot to do there. Like I said, you, you can go in the museum behind there. There's coffee shops all around. You can sit there and have coffee and all that. Um, and I did that. So that's like the first thing to check out. The second thing is if you kind of go around the corner to that street that I, I said is called Keens Mihailovov Street. And it's kind of like a Third Avenue promenade in, in uh, Santa Monica. It has a bunch of shops. You have your H&M, your Zara, uh, Foot Locker, all that stuff. And then you also have a lot of tour stands too. So you'd have, um, like I said, the, the kind of like the locals and tourists mixed on this long street, probably about a mile long, maybe a mile and a half. 
Um, and so I was there, I went there pretty much every day for something. And at the other end of the, of the street, it's a pedestrian street. There's no cars. Um, when you get to the other end, there's a park and I can't remember the name of the park, but it's, I think it's called Killandara or Killingrad street, Killingrad park. Um, anyways, it's a huge park at the end of Kings Mahalava street. And on the far end of it is the Belgrade fortress. And again, that's an, and that's a another huge um, tourist attraction in Belgrade is the forest, the, the the fortress. And so you go you go over to that, and it looks kind of like a castle. And there's some things that have been, you know, obviously they were built thousands or hundreds of years ago. And you go in there and you kind of see that. But what's cool about the fortress, um, in and of in and of itself, is that the view from the fortress overlooks the intersection of the Danube River, which is a huge, huge river in Central Europe. It goes through probably four or five different countries, um, and it intersects with the another big river called the Sava River in Belgrade. It, it intersects right there in front of the fortress, and so it's, it's a cool view. Um, so definitely check that out if you, if you find yourself in, in Belgrade, Serbia. The third thing that I did and third thing that you can do is the Capitol building. Um, that's the building that you may have seen on TV. It kind of looks like the U.S. Capitol building, I guess. Um, I went there because I've seen it on TV and I wanted to see whenever there's like a protest and all the pictures of the Bos uh, Balkan Wars, you'll see when they were protesting in uh, Serbia, they were always in front of this building, and so I wanted to check it out. So I went down there, and surely enough, the day I was there, they were protesting something in front of the building uh, again. So, um, but anyways, it was cool down there just to kind of see it in person, what I've always seen on TV. Um, and so that was so that was another thing to do for for tourism. Finally, I did go down to the Belgrade sign. Um, for whatever reason, I like to find these those hashtag signs in the cities that I go to. So I found the one, the hashtag uh, Belgrade or Belgrade, I think is how they spell it, um, in Belgrade. I went down there, hung out down there. And, and around there was the um, Nikolai Tesla Museum. Uh, however, I didn't get in because it was always like closed the day I went to check it out. I think they were having like some school tours or something, but I didn't get in there. Um, I'm not exactly sure what Nikolai Tesla is known is famous for. Maybe he invented electricity. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, but that's there in in Belgrade. Um, and finally, at night, right in that same area is the Hilton Belgrade. And what I just want to say about that is at the top, there's a lounge that I went to on one Thursday or Friday night. And it was the best lounge that I've been to in a long time as far as um, the number of like good looking girls, good looking Serbian girls were in this lounge. And that's what I said be earlier before. It's like the, the rumors of, you know, good looking Serbian girls are, are true. Um, but yeah, if you're in if you're in Belgrade, check out that check out that lounge at the top of the Hilton and you'll have a good time. So I think that's it as far as like the things to do in Belgrade. I mean, like I said, I was there for like 10 days. Uh, I had a wonderful time in Belgrade. Like I said, everybody was like super nice, super helpful. Um, oh, by the way, I did stay also at the Crystal Hotel also because my like my flight was a 
a round trip flight from the U.S. to Belgrade. And so I went to, uh, I went down to Montenegro and Bosnia also, but I had to make my, my way back to Belgrade to go, to go home after the end of three weeks. But, and so when I went, when I went back to Belgrade to come home, I stayed at the Crystal Hotel. That hotel was like a more modern hotel, um, but it was a little bit too far away from like all the tourist stuff. So um, I wouldn't suggest staying there. The Church of the Saval was right around the corner. Uh, I think I have pictures of that on my social media. It, that's cool. But again, it's a little bit too far from everything else uh, to stay. But but that was that. But anyway, so yeah, so my time in Belgrade was fantastic. Uh, with that said, I probably won't be going back anytime soon. Um, as compared to Zagreb, Croatia, it really doesn't compare. I mean, I absolutely love Croatia. I love Zagreb. I love the people of Zagreb or Croatia. Um, and so, yeah, it may not even be fair just because, like I said, I think Zagreb is probably my favorite city in the world uh, now or just more depending on how I depending on how the the war in Ukraine in from the Russians invading Ukraine, how that plays out because either Kharkiv, Moscow or or uh, Zagreb have always been my, my favorite my favorite cities. Um, with that said, uh, you know, if you want to go though, if you're in the area, definitely check out Bel- Belgrade. You will not regret it and uh, you'll have a good time. So if you have any questions though about you know anything that happened over there in my time, anything like that, um, get in touch. I did write a blog article on Belgrade. It's at my it's on my blog at solomailtravel.com. Um, feel free to email me if you want at doubledarren21 at gmail.com. And you can check me out on Instagram or YouTube or anything like that if you want. YouTube at Darren's Travel Tips. And uh, you, you can follow me here. If you haven't subscribed to this, please do subscribe to my podcast, Solomel Travel. Um, and that's that. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.